welcome back. Uh, we've got a really interesting episode for you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I can't keep, I can't stop squealing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just moving the mic around because I realized that the situation was not okay. <laughs> it was just not a good combination. Um, but yeah, it's your girl. It's Emily. Oh, God. Joy. Joy. And, well... <laughs> Today we're talking about the two types of people, like, the two types of 20-year-olds. The two types of people you're going to meet in your 20s. There's always, there's no more than two, because it's one or the other. And that's it. Like, there's, it's, <laughs> I'm excited to start because I don't know where to start. Right? <laughs> because, like, they all tie together. But, I'll say, you know what, let's start off with, like, Honestly, the child, the people that are childlike and the people that are serious. Yeah. Okay. Well. Hmm. I can already name one of somebody that's childlike and you know exactly who they are. I'm not a fan. Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> the place you're at this morning. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice fella, but... No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, no, he's not childlike. Shut up. Childlike, I think, would just be more like, I don't know, people like you and I who know it's shitty and are just still trying to have a good time. I'm not childlike. Yes, you are. How? Um. Oh God, many reasons. So, like, how do you think you're not childlike? You're chi- childish sometimes. Yeah, I have my childish moments, but I'm talking about the people that are just childish all the time. How so? They just don't take anything serious in life. They kind of just are like, whatever. Nah. I feel like that's mainly. Uh, rich white kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They kind of are just like flaunting their money around. They're kinda, yeah. They don't <clears throat> I don't want to point out, but famous TikTokers are kind of childlike. Oh in a way. God, yeah. Like, I know a lot of them are our age, which is scary and like weird at the same time, but they still like TikTok, you refer to them as like children, but their kids are age, which is odd. But then you have like the people who are way too serious they take everything too seriously like they're like no i have to do this no i have to do this no i have to do this they're way too much of an adult before they're an adult like really an adult like you're considered an adult at 18 but like you're not really adult until you're like 30. (laughs) seriously i'm sorry but it also it help like the two the people you hang out with also can you are the company you keep yeah yeah i've really kind of kept that in my evaluations throughout the years like the past couple years now yeah you are the company that you keep it's crazy it's weird because you don't notice it until you either don't spend as much time with that crowd of people or those certain types of people and that's when you're just like, oh, 
what the f- wait wow they're really like not mature <laughs> and let me tell you i go through friends probably as fast as i go through jobs <laughs> <laughs> and it's because it's not because i just am like oh you're a bad person i don't want to be a friend anymore it's it's more or less like you're on two different paths in life, really. Yeah, people grow apart. You grow apart. There's different like normal. There's someone I used to be friends with, and it just came to the point that I was just like, we don't have anything to talk about. Like you, like you kind of just go on about like your ex and what's going on with them, and I really couldn't yeah. fucking care less. Yeah. Like that's the childlike thing. A childlike thing is going on about your exes, and yes, we're all criminal to it. We all are criminal about talking about our exes at one point in another. But it's the people that are more or less obsessed mm-hmm. in the sense of like, oh, did you hear so-and-so got this person pregnant? I'm like, I don't care. Like, why do I care? Yeah. What does their life have to do anything with me? What does their life have to do with anything involved with you? Like, they're out of your life now. Why do you still try and like, <clears throat> and there's even tr- points of like trying to reconnect with that person. I'm like, why? That person brought you shit. <laughs> They didn't give you anything nice. They brought you a shitty platter. I saw this post the other day, and it... Ah, fuck, I can't remember exactly how it went, but... Oh. It's something... Yada, yada, but at least I don't miss my ex. <laughs> yeah. And it's just... You get, like, wrapped up in that people are still in that childhood state of, like, drama and... People don't grow emotionally. They don't learn from anything. And... I don't know. Especially when you don't have a lot to deal with, like, in your lifetime, like... In what sort of aspect? Like, like responsibilities and having to work and, you know, some people have to take care of their families and... Mm-hmm. Like, at... Like, how we're all in different points in our life. Like, some people have kids, some people don't, some people are in their career, some people are in school, whatever. But, yeah, some people don't realize the amount of responsibilities. Like, some people, like, I can understand being happy in a job, but if it's, you know, like, you're young, and if you're stuck happy at saying, you know, you're happy, say, working at Chapters, or you're happy, say, working at the mall, like, are you really gonna want to stay, like, are you really want to stay there forever? Like, do you really want to work at that place for the rest of your life? Like, you don't want to aspire to be anything more or get anything more out of life. You know, you're just very... I don't understand people that don't have those kind of ambitions. Yeah. A lot of Peterborough, though. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's... It's so frustrating to especially when you notice that you're growing apart from somebody and you hear them start just you start to notice that they have the same kind of issues you know they keep relevating back to the same type of stuff like their things never they don't ever persuade to follow through with solving them they Mm -hmm. never really have a plan they just kind of hope that they work out they have a baby that's what they do nowadays <laughs> yeah they just yeah but like nobody ever you know like the people that are okay with the job that they're stuck in it's just like come on you know like push for something more yeah 
like for instance if i was like when i was working let's say i was working still at tim hortons when i was back in high school and i worked at tim hortons and i'm now in my 20s and i still i'm 23 let's say i still worked at tim hortons i've been there for like five six years at this point i went to school but i still continue to work there i got a degree and i still continue to work there like you know what I mean? It's just like, I've gone and I've pursued these things, but it's just like, why am I sticking with something and not going for more? Yeah. Knowing I can do more. It's that sense of comfortability, and a lot of people get stuck in that. They're afraid to break their comfort zone because they have that fear of missing out. They have FOMO. Fear of missing out. They have the fear of missing out. They have the fear where they're stuck in that high school mode. They ha- they want to party, they want to go to the clubs, they want to sex, drugs, drink, you know, do all those things and live in the moment and just forget that there's real life responsibilities. Yep. Like my dad said, and I mentioned this last episode, life doesn't start. Your li- life is easy until you graduate high school. That's when life fucking hits you. That's when life starts. Like, you have it easy until you graduate high school. Yeah. And that shit could never be true. And that's why a lot of people are stuck in FOMO. And they don't know how to be alone. They don't know how to be alone. I've seen people jump from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship. And I'm like, how? Bitch, I can't even get a solid relationship to last longer than six months. How are you just going from like three-year relationship to another two-year relationship to a year and a half to like another four-year relationship? Like... I can't even make one last a year. Like, like I, I have more fun being alone <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, I don't know. People, I don't know. People don't want to be alone, but at the same time, like, a lot of people don't know when to say enough is enough in a relationship. But and they just drag it on. And drag it on. And a lot of people do that with not taking on the responsibilities of being a 20-year-old. They just want to, like, for instance, there's people that they are older than me. They live at home. They don't have a job. They rely on their parents' money. Or, or and they literally are just blame the world for all their problems, have no ambition to go and get anything done, no ambition to look for anything further, but continue to complain. And continue to be like, woe is me, woe is me. And it's just, I couldn't. I had to, like, I had to dropped it off at the door and said goodbye. And did not go back. And I got called a fake friend for it. I got called a fake friend for telling people the shit. And that's what, makes, that's what I find funny. Like, people can't handle the truth. That's because they're in denial. Well, even, like, other responsibilities going into your 20s, like, it's kind of an awkward phase, too, and... I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, like, um, emotional responsibility, uh, taking responsibility for how your actions affect others and recognizing that mm-hmm. i remember my dad also telling me that 
He tells me this a lot. The mistakes that you make now, whether that be small mistakes or whatnot, the mistakes that you make now are reversible. The older you get, the less reversible they are. Mm-hmm. Comes your reputation. Repetition or reputation? Re- reputation. Reputation. <laughs> and that sat with me because I know I've made a lot of mistakes. Like, I've gone out and done things like, for instance, this car that I have right now. Like, for instance, it's more than I can afford. And I was stubborn. And, you know, I wish I did it differently. I wish I'd listened to my dad. Because, you know, he said, I've been there. I made the mistakes. And I tried to, you know, I tried to help you, but you wanted to figure it out on your own. And you know what? Sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to figure it out the hard way because otherwise you're not going to learn. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even take the steps to even try to something. They see something's going to be hard and they're just like, no, I don't want to do it. They just totally are like rewind, take a step back, go back to that zone of comfortability. I think the time in your life when you're comfortable is when you should be retired. That's when you're, that's when your time for comfortability is. You shouldn't be? No. No, you should be. That's when your time for being comfortable and like okay with where you are is when you're retired. You shouldn't have to be worried about, you know, settling. Like your whole life you should be working up to the day you retire so that you can finally be like, okay, now it's my time. I don't have to Shit. work for anybody. It's it's now it's I can do the things that I want to do. And a lot of people say, but by then it's too late. It's not too I late. Guess, I guess you're right, yeah. But like at the same time, you still need to enjoy your life up until that point. Yeah, of course. Enjoy your life, but don't be comfortable with it. Yeah. You know, always succeed for more. Don't just be happy. Be ecstatic with life. And, you know, find that, find that serotonin boost, whether that be picking up a new hobby, whether that be, you know, going and getting a different or a higher certification or pushing for something, a higher level in your job or whatever that may be. But you always are pushing for something more. You're not just coasting at a level. Yep. Because a lot, yeah, you can't, you can't, my dad says you can't coast in life. Yeah. You can't coast. Your dad's so smart. My dad, my dad, my dad's gone through a lot of stuff. My dad has made the mistakes because his dad let him make the mistakes. His dad didn't, you know, his dad didn't bail him out. His dad said, (laughs) hey, this is your choice. You know what? You spend the money on it. You choose to do it. You figure it out. When he had a baby at 19, 18, 19 years old, he said, figure it out. What do you think is the right thing to do? He didn't tell him what was the right thing to do because he doesn't, he can't give him that information. You have to figure it out on your own. He said, what do you think is the right situation? At the time, my dad said, well, I'm going to marry her. My my grandpa said, no, is marrying her the right thing to do? And my dad at the time said, yeah. Looking back, he's now, oh my gosh, my dad's now 56 or 56 57 years old and he's like no marrying her wasn't the right thing to do it wasn't (laughs) it was 
the right thing to do was to be there for my child. The right thing to do was to be supportive and, you know. Damn, that's a good dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, his thing was, it wasn't about the girl, it was about my kid. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. And he's like, that's the thing my dad had to let me figure out on my own. And I figured it out. And, my, you know, she's grown. She's got a beautiful house on literally, I think she's on Lake Ontario. Like, she's literally on the water. She's got a beautiful, two beautiful kids, a great husband, great job, great, you know, she's, she's done well. So my dad knows that even though he wasn't the figure he wanted to be or needed to be, she grew up to be what he'd always hoped he would be. What do you want? What do you mean? Like, um, to make them proud, I guess. To make your parents proud. What, what do you have to do to make them proud? I find that there's a lot of pressure when it comes to that. Like, I understand your like your parents want the best for their kids and they want their kids to make good decisions and you know no parent ever wishes their kids going to grow up to be a thug or a hoodlum you know or whatever no parent ever expects some of their kids to grow up to be a doctor you know it's one of those things where you as a parent you want to supply your kids with all the resources that you've able bodily can for them to figure it out like for me to make my parents proud of my stuff is you know to be financially stable to be the only person in my family who's financially stable I was for a very long time and my parents were really proud of that and that made me want to push for more and it made me push to the point where I ended up making mistakes because I wanted things, and my dad says that our generation wants things now. We want things to just happen. Things don't happen. Yeah. No one's going to come up to you and just offer you what you want. You got to work for it. When you show that you are worthy of it, that's when the opportunity will come to you. But until then, you're just banging your head on a brick wall. And... Yeah, I take a lot. Like, I listen to, like, sometimes when my dad talks, like, I do, like, the eye rolls. Like, okay, dad, yeah, I know, I know. But then I always think about it later. And I always ponder on what he says. Yeah. Yeah, I always ponder what my mama says. Ponder upon. But for me, it's definitely being financially stable and having my debts paid off and I think they want me out of their house. (laughs) Getting out of my parents' house. And honestly, I want to be able to buy a house, but I know I'll probably have to settle for probably buying like a condo, something small just to start me off. But I know I want to buy something. I know I don't want to rent. Uh, That's just my personal experience because I have rented before and I'm just not a fan of it personally. So definitely have goals and ambitions and is this gonna make you proud yeah I definitely have a vision of what I want my life to look like 
but getting there, it's going to take me a while. And I have to keep reminding myself to slow down. (laughs) I have to keep telling myself to slow down. Yeah. What about you? Uh, like what's gonna, what's gonna make my parents proud or what's gonna make me proud? Both. Um, Parents first. Well, they're already proud of me. Um, (laughs) just kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Pretty much it's just my mom's opinion that really matters to me. So, um, I know she's already proud of me. I know she knows whatever I'm gonna end up doing, I'm gonna be fine. Um, what's going to make me happy is, yeah, pretty much buying land and then we're working to the point where I can buy land and then build a house on that property, mm-hmm. maybe an underground bunker <laughs> and just have a fuck ton of vegetable gardens Yeah, and like maybe... A little animal sanctuary farm. <laughs> a little hobby farm. That is my end goal. I do really want like a hobby farm, but I know I have to set myself small goals first. I can't look yeah. at the big picture and expect it to just appear. I have to think yeah. small. This is all at the end of the light. <laughs> <laughs> this is at retirement. Yeah. The shiny, big old flashing neon sign that says retirement here. <laughs> But that just puts into perspective, like, people that are overachievers and underachievers. Like, you have those people that are, like, overachieving to be able to get to where they want to do go. And I find I can be an overachiever, but I can also be an underachiever because I have, you know, mental health. But that's another podcast. But it affects my overachieving and my underachieving a lot. You just got your makeup everywhere on your right eye. Oh, I know. Because my eye was twitching. <laughs> God damn it. Um... But, no, friendships, I forgot I was wearing makeup. They change a lot. In your 20s. I want to say when you first start off with your friends in your 20s, a lot of times it's going to be people that you're right out of high school with, you know, or, you know, in college you're going to make new friends or have, or or find people that you know and hang out with them. But... After that, like, either you stay connected with them after college or university, or you don't. There's no... Yeah, I don't really usually make new friends. But, this is... You're good. (laughs) This is what I find, is that I... So, right out of high school, I didn't really stay connected with any friends from high school, because for me... High school wasn't about, like, making... I don't really know. It wasn't really for making friends. Like, I wanted friends in high school, but I never was like, I want a lifelong friend. Like, I've never had a lifelong friend. If you know me, like... (laughs) I've never had a lifelong friend from childhood. Not a single one I can... (laughs) Oh, my God. A lot of them turn into whatever happened to cases. But... uh. After you graduate, you either stay connected with people or you don't. And I have, like, I ha- like actually have, luckily, like, I want to say you meet some of those lifelong friends after you're out of college. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been friends, I've been out of college for, 
a year, almost two years now. And I'm friends with some of those people that I was still friends with in college. There's some people that I don't even talk to. Some people that annoyed the hell out of me coming my last year's college because I was like, wow, you guys are so immature. You're so immature. Like, they just did, like, stupid stuff, made stupid jokes, like, references nobody got. Like, nobody else would laugh but them. And it's just like, okay, like, come on, grow up, you know, like, get your shit together. And I just, I was like, okay, y'all aren't going to be any beneficial to me. <laughs> and then there's other people that I met and they're, you know, they still are those goal achievers that are like, yo, I want to do this. I want to get to this. I want to get to this. I've also met people or hung out with people like yourself, for instance. That we never really hung out, but we ended up meeting because of another friend yeah. that I am not friends with anymore. Yeah. Because our friendship, one was growing and one was kind of staying behind. Yeah. I mean, I think that was already kind of broken bef like before because you guys had been having issues for a while. Yeah. And honestly, my psychologist, who I talked to her a lot about a lot of things that happened this year in a short span of time, but even she said that it was a toxic friendship. Yeah. It was a toxic friendship. And looking back at it, it really was. <laughs> like I told... Like when I told you the other day that she was said she was going to get me something for Christmas and didn't know what to get me. And then she got somebody, she got Josh a gift, but didn't get me anything. And I was just like, okay, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And then there's just tension, physical, sexual, all types of tension. <laughs> and... You know. Yeah. That's... Are they probably still friends today? Yeah. <laughs> Them? Yeah. Yeah. Are they still in the same spots that they were six months ago? Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, some people don't know how to grow and mature. That's it's... unfortunate. It is. But you meet the people that are going that you are going to mature with. But there's a time when somebody will stop maturing and you or they've reached their you know, their their peak or whatever. Life has really much been like, yep, this is where they're gonna end up. Either you notice it or you don't. You know what I mean? <sighs> Sorry. Like, it's kind of like, it's giving you a look. Like, look, I know I'm not the same person I was a year ago. I'm not even in the same job I was in a year ago. I'm not, I don't have the same credentials that I did a year ago. I have so many different credentials. There's so many different things that I've accomplished in that time. But there's a lot of people, like, for instance, that haven't, done anything yeah they're in the same spot that they were a year ago doing the same thing they were doing a year ago with the same people they were with a year ago turn the fan up turn the heater on 
I just also go through people like toxicity. That's like that's why like when I said I don't usually make new friends, it's because I just don't really let people close enough to make friends. Mm-hmm. I try to keep people at acquaintances for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like there's only like a small like four people four people in my life that I talk to either on a daily basis or a couple times a month. Yeah. That is it. And those people I call those are people that are my friends. Like those are the people that I call consider my friends even though I don't talk to them every day or you know I might not see them all the time or hear from them but at the end of the day I'm like yeah they're my friend. <laughs> But that's it. Like, somebody says, oh, do you know so-and-so? I'd be like, yeah, I know them. <laughs> but if someone said, oh, do you know so-and-so? I'd be like, oh, yes, they're my friend. Yeah. Like, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. And, yeah. Like, I don't want to say you want to benefit off people in life. Like, that's not the point. But you want to, like, you learn something from every person you meet. Yeah. That's what I love about life, meeting new people and learning new things. <laughs> Okay, sometimes you don't like meeting new people because sometimes those people are weird well, <laughs> and yeah, scary. I, I honestly just like observing people. Oh, I would remember sitting in the D in the D wing at Fleming and just watch people walk by <laughs> all day, all damn day long. I would just observe people. How how like people interact and it just uh, <laughs> uh. it's like gross. It is kind of, <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's weird. I've also noticed too, when I was in school, that my friends that weren't in school or post-secondary, when I talked to them, I was using a lot of different language and words. And they were very, I want to say it was informal. Because when you, you when you're in when you're in school, you have to learn how to you know write formally in a sense that you know you don't want to use words like like or so so <laughs> whatever it is what it is you know stuff like that. That's you need to write formally. Use legitimate context when you're writing, and legitimate words, not just fillers. So like the con like the converse. Conversation? Yeah, yeah. The conversation of what? No, I'm asking, like, is that what you struggled with? No, it's... You would notice that the person, they just didn't have... Like, it's... I don't want to say it's it's professionalism. But you just notice it's a sense of maturity, too. Okay, yeah. I know what you mean, then. The way someone perceives himself as when they talk is you're putting off a tone of your maturity. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody talks like a trucker, you know, you're going to put them off like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are like is the person going to be professional? Like, do they have a professional bone in their body? Like, are they okay to go out in public <laughs> in a formal setting? Sometimes I have a hard time with that switch. Mainly just the profanity. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it tries to come out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 
I would say people that use profanity in the sense of occurrences is more appealing than people who use it on a daily, regular basis in the sense of every other word. Yeah. That's true. Like, I remember when my aunt used to talk to me still, um, (laughs) before she, like, disowned me, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I was talking to her. I was like, yeah, I noticed that when I was having a conversation that it's very, like, dull. It's not, you know, there's always no, like, there's nothing intellectual coming out of it. Like, there's no, there's no purpose to the conversation. We're just talking to talk. And she's like, yeah, because you're, you're surrounding yourself with different types of people, especially in school and at your workplace. You're in a more, because I was doing security. She's like, you're in a more professional field where you have to, you know, present yourself very upright and proper and, you know, prim and... Prim and proper. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas... The con like, I don't even know how to say it without sounding like an asshole. Just say it. Just do it. Whereas, like, working in any sort of, like, customer service environment where it's more hands-on, like, serving or retail or grocery or whatever like that, mm-hmm. you know, there's not really, like, you can kind of, you can wear your own sweater. You can... You know, wear your hair however you want. You can wear your makeup however you want. You can kind of do your own stuff. Where I was in a field where I couldn't have outlandish hair. I couldn't have, you know, crazy big hoop earrings and big lashes and, you know, ta- you know, piercings all over my face or, you know, a split tongue. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't... The, the, the atmosphere kind of changes you. Yeah. Your work atmosphere changes you a little bit. Yeah, if more people got out and experienced that, people would be more, I don't know, independent. (laughs) How so? And more goal-oriented. Oriented? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't with words. Um, Like cinnamon? Yeah. I can say it. (laughs) I can, actually. <laughs> Had to say it just to prove it. Mm-hmm. Have you lied for you? Mm-hmm. But also too, like, for me, like we were talking earlier, and I said I kind of just woke up one day and I was just over drinking. Like, I'm not going to go out and hang out with people who want to drink on the weekend or sit down and have a party. You know, that's not my crowd. I grew out of that. There's other things in life that I have to pay for than booze. The closest thing I want to that is, like, sitting at a bonfire or something. Yeah, like, I would rather go to a bonfire. Wouldn't even drink at it, to be honest. (laughs) Like, I would probably drink a hot chocolate. But... Go to a bonfire, sit with some friends, have some chats, and then go home. Like, no, I don't want to get rowdy. I don't want music blaring. I don't want, you know, 
I don't want no rap blaring in my ear like fuck bitches get money fuck bitches suck dick I don't like I don't want that like I want some good old hometown country just plants you know peacefully in the background with some chitter chatter of some friends around a bonfire and some tailgates and that's all I want I don't want no indoor party with lights and music and you know a filled with smoke from weed and you know just a crowded room with people trying to find somewhere to sit and not enough seating and like a hot the music's too loud you can't hear anyone. you can't hear anybody everybody's loud and obnoxious and like people are over the place somebody's screaming in the other room like people are crying like i don't want to deal with that shit that's high school shit to me i don't want to deal with that yeah. like what is the fun in that <laughs> like what fun is it going to the bar puking at the bar Dealing with your crying friend at a bar. Dealing with people who want to fight you at the bar. Like, what? nothing good ever comes from going out. Or even, like, at house parties. Like, fights break out at house parties. And, like, home, like Hoko and, you know, Head of the Trend. And, like, all these, like, big bashes. I'm like, where is the fun? You're walking around in a crowded place with people who are drunk, slumbering around. You're going to get dirty. You're going to, like, oh, my God, let's get our pictures quick in the big crowd before everybody gets sloshed and somebody gets fucking uh, keg cord on their head. Like, you know, it's... Wait, gets what on their head? A keg poured on their head. That doesn't sound too bad. Ew. (laughs) You're just going to be gross, sticky, and smell like stale beer for the rest of the day. Yeah. And be drunk and probably missing a shoe. Yeah. Like, what fun is that? Like, that was fun in high school. Like, yeah, I had no other responsibilities (laughs) that I had to pay for. I didn't have to pay for a car. I didn't have to pay for food. I didn't have to pay for my dog. I didn't have to pay for, you know, my phone or, you know anything i in high school you want to know what i had to pay for my phone (laughs) that was it that was the good times i had to pay just for my cell phone in high school that was it now i have all these other shit i don't have time to pay for alcohol i'm not gonna go to why would i go i'm not gonna go drop 30 dollars on a two sex yeah i'd rather go drop 30 30 dollars i'd rather go drop 30 plus 10 on a massage (laughs) that i need for my neck (laughs) what's more important my physical health or my internal (laughs) despair (laughs) so yeah that's two types of people that you meet in your 20s the ones that have goals ambitions and the ones that are comfortable where they are yeah definitely analyze the company that you keep Definitely. It's like if you walk into her room and you don't see books, walk back out. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta educate your mind. (laughs) Oh, honestly. Like, if, like. Yeah, but this is the thing. Some people have books, but they still still are reckless. It's true. Usually the smart ones are just internal pain. You know, and it's being in your 20s is very difficult. It's all over the place. It really is. I don't even know how some people are getting married in their 20s. Like, I know someone who's 21 and she's getting married next year. Damn. And I'm like, I don't even have a, I don't even have a, a plot. And you have a whole partner. <laughs> I'm I'm just done trying to figure it out. Whatever happens, happens. 
I'm gonna do my best every day and that's all I can say. <laughs> and you know what? Even on my way over here, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna wake up and do what I wanna do for me. And I in that aspect I mean, you know, going to the gym every day, you know, making a routine, you know, working at paying off my debt, setting these little mini goals for myself and at the same time thinking about who do I want in my life that will push me further but not drag me back. Because a lot of people too, when they see you moving forward in life, they want to keep you back. They'll do whatever it may take. You might not notice it, but they're doing stuff to keep you back in life because they don't want to see you succeed. Yeah, that's why you need to surround your people that, like, also kind of, and like, not necessarily inspire you, but, like, keep you motivated and, like, encourage you to do better and be better. Mm -hmm. That's who you should spend your time with. Yeah, you don't want to spend your time with people who are always negative and... Yeah down and what was me and yeah we have those days but if you're like that all the time negative attracts negative that is one thing that i've noticed yeah that people who put out negative energy will attract negative energy like i remember new year's uh this Josh told me, he's like, it's going to be a shitty night. It's just going to go shit, blah, 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 blah. It's just going to be shit. And I was like, why are you thinking like that? If you think it's going to go to shit, you're going to have a shitty night. Yeah. Like, hello, why don't you think, oh my gosh, tonight's going to be so much fun. going to go out with my friends. You know, it's New Year's. going to bring in 2020 before it turned to shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But no, it was all pure negativity. And his night went to shit. What happened? <laughs> That's another story. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> Um, but his night ended up going to shit and I remember him being fucked up, really messed up actually. Uh, to this day, we don't even know what really he was, what was really going on with him. But he, I remember him looking at me and being like, I told you it was going to be a fucked up night. I'm like, because you let it become a you fucked up night. You did it to yourself. I said that right to his face. I said, it's because you let it become a fucked up night. Like I was in another room yelling at him. <laughs> Because he was losing his shit. And I'm like, you want to fucking, you want to act like a child? Like, I had to drag his ass. And this, yeah, this is a whole other story. But I, like, this man is, like, 6'2", but tall, lanky guy. And I, like, hauled his ass, like, pushed him, almost carried him into another room because, like, he couldn't be in the public. He was really messed up. So. Damn. And that's, and honestly, that was also the time when I was just like, I'm not bringing this into my, like, I can't. I'm not going to be somebody's mom. Yeah. This isn't my job. It's all fun and games until you actually, like, start fucking becoming their mom. (laughs) Yeah. It's all fun to call someone mom until you actually start becoming a mom. And I've been a mom one too many times to people. Let me tell you. Yeah. It's not fun. Don't be somebody's mom. Okay? Don't ever... It's not your responsibility. It's not your responsibility. Even if you are married to somebody, you are not your responsibility to be their mother. You are their spouse. You are their partner. (laughs) Not one is more superior than the other. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. (laughs) So. 
really the whole the whole purpose is don't settle in life don't ever settle for anything don't it's not worth it don't settle that's good advice don't settle always push for greatness well if you're listening to us too you're probably pretty young and i mean got a lot of life to live you're probably gonna go through a couple more people and mistakes yeah <laughs> but the only thing really to say is just be smart don't be weary and just have fun have fun and don't make any stupid mistakes all right <laughs> make sure to catch up on the updates on our instagram at two broke canadians and you can follow us on our personals if you'd like totally up to you but yeah till next time till next time <laughs> bye